Good morning, Zio here. We talk a lot of gaming news around here, right? I mean, that's the whole basis of this channel is, um, for the most part, gaming news. A lot of it, of course, is bad. We talk about microtransactions, uh, bad business practices, things that CEOs and other companies are doing that, you know, I feel are bad. <laughs> it's a lot of bad, isn't it? But occasionally we do have to talk about good things. When a company does something great, nice, great, good, you know, in that vein you know what i'm saying anyway when they do something that is you know worthwhile with their game or it seems like they're actually listening to the community and making changes for the better it is something we do need to talk about as well because if we don't talk about it then all they're ever going to hear is the negative of course and you know they're never going to know what's what we enjoy what we actually like what we want to see more of um, I could probably drone on for a good long while about my issues with Blizzard Entertainment, um, Activision, the fact that Activision is probably the root cause of everything that I have issues with with Blizzard, um, and things like that. I could probably drone on for a good long while about that. In fact, it might be something I've, I will do one day because I've always wanted to just talk about my, you know, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for, um, you know, my thoughts on things like, um, for instance, World of Warcraft and how I feel like it's gone downhill for for years and being one of my favorite, you know, games in a, forever. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, maybe I'll do that sometime at some point, you know, why I'm so critical of Blizzard, which of course I will be later this week, of course, if I don't forget to actually do that video. Uh... <laughs> But, um, you know, at the same time, when they do something good uh, with their game, it's worth actually talking about and just sort of pointing out and going through it. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to be talking about not specifically Blizzard or Activision Blizzard, anything like that. We're going to be talking about World of Warcraft and the upcoming expansion of Shadowlands and some of the things that they did released yesterday in a blog post or a blue post are they even blue posts anymore and anyway, uh in a in a developer update where they they gone through and they've you know said some things and i, I like what i'm seeing here um you know it, it seems like it they're maybe finally possibly learning their lessons on some things and you know they're also bringing in things from other games that you know i feel are great great things to actually you know bring in because um you know uh when it when it comes to mmos you know it, it, it's i guess it's a hard thing for me to explain because some mmos will do things better than other mmos or or give something that another mmo can then take and sort of retrofit and fit into their own thing like for instance um rift okay hang with me rift had this rift system where things opened up right uh, World of Warcraft, I guess you could say, kind of took that and turned it into world quests. As, uh, you know, I have a love and hate relationship with that function. <laughs> uh, as it currently is, of course, in, say, World of Warcraft, you know, it's it's not that bad of a feature. And it's, you know, it, it does have something that allows you to have more into the game without, you know, having to design a complete and you know extra dungeon or something like that and it's something that can just keep going on for here to the end of time 
but yeah, so we're going to go ahead and look at the uh, Shadowlands developer update, go through it, talk about all the things that I really, really like about it. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess that's what we're going to do. So uh, let's get into it, all right? <laughs> But uh, yeah, Shadowlands is moving along kind of, kind of fast. <laughs> Actually, I think it's slowed down, especially with the particular coof that is currently in the air. That's a pandemic that's sweeping across, you know, the world and all that good jazz. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll go through this real quick because um, it looks like they've sort of started listening to some people on on what to do. <laughs> uh, it's something that's that's been needed because. Uh, you know, you've got like, for instance, Draenor, and then you follow that with Legion, which is great, and then BFA, which should have been great, not so much. It's it's like having another Draenor, and then you know, with any luck, we'll have another Legion type thing with Shadowlands, and they're gonna have to then pull another Legion after that. Uh, otherwise, I hate to say it, World of Warcraft might actually die if they don't pull off a good expansion this run and then followed up with another good expansion. Um, you know, people are leaving for other games like Final Fantasy XIV and Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, heck, maybe even RuneScape. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so they've released this uh, developer update and they're talking about uh, invitations to the alpha. So the alpha is coming. If you're interested in Alpha or the Beta, now is the time to opt in if you hadn't already. Uh, but the first batch of invitations will uh, mainly go out to longtime WoW players with active accounts in good standing, as well as a Blizzard's friends and family, along with a limited number of content creators and journalists. The um, initial wave represents only a small fraction of the pool of testers that will ultimately gain access to uh, testing in the coming months. If you're interested to helping make Shadowlands better, sign up using the beta opt-in link and uh, the Shadowlands homepage. Later on, as we engage in focused PvP and raid testing, we'll also do some uh, targeted invite waves that prioritize players with uh, extended experiences and expertise in those parts of the game, which, which is great. Um, if I remember correctly, I don't think they did a whole lot of testing, not targeted testing or anything when it came to BFA. And as a result, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, nobody could really test in-game with BFA and stuff and, you know, Azerite armor and all that other stuff. It could have been avoided if maybe, you know, some better testing had happened. But it does look like they're going to actually go down the route of getting some good testing in there, alpha and beta testing, getting good uh, a group of people in there to test, you know, special, you know, to specialize or to focus on specific things like in-game PVP and other things in order to, you know, properly test those things out, which is good. Good. Kudos on Blizzard. It's about time. <laughs> you know, they did that with Legion. Didn't do it with BFA. And honestly, I don't even remember what they did with the Draenor. So, you know, um, but yeah. When the alpha servers go live, we will have uh, the full level up experience and zones bastion available, uh, along with accompanying dungeon, uh, the necrotic wake testers who are interested in checking out 
our revamped new player experience can play through the Alliance version of the new zones and the tutorials. Of course it's Alliance. Come on, guys. Give the Horde something. <laughs> Work for the Horde first. Anyway, um, we aim to roll out new content on a regular basis throughout the test cycle. Later in April, we hope to offer the zones of Rivendeth, um, as well as take a uh, look at Torghast, Tower of the Damned, or endless dungeon experience we'll come back to that for a second um we will continue to unlock content such as zones dungeons and in-game quest lines um when they're ready for feedback using template characters as needed to focus testing and feedback on specific parts of the game which is a good thing um you know that that means they are actually going to allow you to test sort of that you know specific areas with characters that are already set up because BFA didn't have any of that. <laughs> um, you, you didn't have that ability to go and do that. You had to... Anyway. Uh, once everything has been released into the test environment, we'll offer more, or we'll officially move into the beta phase, wiping all characters and kicking off a larger round of invites for an end-to-end -end test of the entire Shadowlands experience, which is great. That's good. Um, now, when I was talking about pulling things from other MMOs, this is one of those things. Um, Torghast, Tower of the, or sorry, Tower of the Damned, our endless dungeon experience, right? Um, you're probably thinking if you've not played anything else other than WoW, what are you talking about? What are we pulling that from? We're pulling that from Final Fantasy XIV. Um, they have a thing known as the Palace of the Dead. In Final Fantasy XIV, they have one character to rule them all, right? Um, so they, they don't exactly have multiple alts. Uh, having an alt is just something if you absolutely want to have something of a different race and don't want to spend 10 bucks to race change it or whatever. Um, you know, th they have an endless dungeon, two endless dungeons um, that I can remember. <laughs> Unless there's a third one that I just hadn't found yet. Um, anyway, there there's two endless dungeons which help with the leveling experience when you're leveling up other jobs. As they got one character to rule them all, you know, Unlike, say, over on WoW, where you may have a Hunter at max level, and then you want to create a Warlock and level that up, you have to create a brand new character and all that other stuff, and you have new bags and everything else, and uh, redo achievements and blah, 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 this, that, and the other, right? For that, with, with um, you know, Final Fantasy XIV, that's not the case. You go and you pick up, say, um, Conjurer or White Mage or Samurai or whatever, um, and then you can just level that up on the exact same character who is already, say, a max mecha uh, mechanist or whatever. Gosh, wow, I can't think this morning. Anyway, you know, say you're max level Dragoon, and then you're working on Dancer or something, right? And, and uh, you know, you would use something, you can use something like Palace of the Dead to help with that because it gives a increased boosted experience because one, you already have a max level character and two, you know, Palace of the Dead and Heaven on High, which is the other endless dungeon here. And we're just going to look at this. Um, who is this? This is Mr. Happy, I think. Um, anyway, I'll link that if you want to go look at it. But there are an endless dungeon that essentially keeps going up and up and up and up and up and up in floors, which of course also gets more challenging as it goes on. Uh, there's an actual achievement and a, um, a title, I think, associated with Tower of the Damned. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Palace of the Damned. <laughs> The Palace of the Dead, wow, I'm getting both names mixed up now, um, where if you go through solo 
through like 200 floors, I think, or something like that. Very hard achievement to get. Very hard thing to do. You you get this, you know, undying or something achievement. I I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's um it's a title that I don't think a whole lot of people have. Like less than 10 people, if I'm remembering correctly, in the entire world actually have that. <laughs> or something like that. Maybe there's more now. Maybe it was that when I last looked at it or something, but you know, it's that endless dungeon experience. This is a good thing from one MMO being brought into um, Final Fantasy XIV, being brought into World of Warcraft, which is fun. You know, I, I like that sort of thing. When you take and borrow from another MMO of something that's really great and you bring it into, you know, your current existing MMO and make it your own and, and make it do something really great. I, I, I like that. I, I really do. <laughs> um, anyway. So where were we? Okay, while content will be rolling out uh, methodically over the course of the alpha, many of our underlying system changes will be apparent from the moment players first log in this week. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Apparently I've got the hiccup somehow. Ugh. Anyway, and this will be hints uh, of others that are still a work in progress. Um, Players of all 12 classes will immediately see changes in their spellbooks, talents, and in some cases, um, even their resources, which, oh gosh, I don't know if I like the sound of that, because if they go back and make my boomkin have to balance um, lunar whatever ugh, solar power, I'm going to... Ooh, that is no, 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 no. Anyway, hopefully we won't take a step back. Um, we're, we'll have a separate blog coming out in the coming days discussing how we've applied these class uh, design philosophies we lay out at BlizzCon 2019 and give key examples of the sort shorts of changes to expect for each class and their specialization. Unlike the last couple of expansion alphas, where the conversation with the community often began with us saying, let us know which spells you missed most. This time along, we encouraged to hear, er, yeah, <laughs> eager to hear whether we've gone too far with the unproning. Maybe a bunch of folks actually really hate Eyes of the Beast all along. Who knows? Um, well, <laughs> it depends on what you could do with Eyes of the Beast. Uh, Back in the day, if you didn't know, you could ice the beast really low level thing in a starter zone and just sort of hide yourself somewhere and walk around, and wait for somebody to, to to attack it, and then you can flag them for PvP and you could kill them and stuff. Anyway, uh, probably won't work the same this way. Uh, the whole pruning and unpruning thing, um, I, I like that. I mean, as as long as you know it's flavor stuff like eyes of the beast or something, I've got nothing wrong with it. Um, if you add a bunch of things to one's rotation, however, making it super uber complicated, maybe not so much. But there are things that I do miss that just no longer exist on characters anymore. And to, you know, be able to bring those back would be kind of cool. Um, anyway, especially the flavor stuff. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> oh, gosh. We have been making improvements to our quest interface with an eye towards uh, better distinguishing major quests that are required to advance the narrative from one optional side quest that tells more localized stories, which definitely, um, definitely an improvement there. I, I know other than that thing that tells me, you know, I need to do this. There's no real way for me to tell which 
you know, quest in the list or something is actually supposed to be your MSQ, um, main story quest line. See, Final Fantasy XIV has that, where the symbol for anything for the main story quest line, or the MSQ, as it's called over there, does have a distinct separate symbol beside anything that is related to it. You can tell it from all everything else, and that is a very nice thing. Meanwhile, Blizzard's is more like, these are a little bit more orange than others. So you know it's kind of important, but we're not going to exactly tell you how important it is. Um, no. And then, you know, if you open up the quest log, it will tell you you need to do X quest to advance the storyline or whatever. That doesn't really go into specifics on things in the middle and stuff. What's actually a side quest versus the main story quest. So that that's a good thing right there. That's, I feel like, again, they're, taking a lot from Final Fantasy XIV this run um, and sort of reworking it for their own thing. Uh, work in progress 3D indicator of, trast, uh, of tracked quests, objective locations will be available to use, which uh, aims to reduce the need to bring up the menu when navigating the world and help more clearly identify when an object is above or below. Yeah, if anybody has ever watched me play which i don't think anybody ever has i open the menu like or the map every 30 seconds yeah <laughs> anyway i could just fix that by using something like tom tom but i don't want to um we're rolling out system or rolling out a system that allows players to set personal waypoints on the map as well as share those pins to the uh chat channel so that should no longer need an add-on uh, to convey exactly where Rust Feather just spawned. That's another thing taken from Final Fantasy XIV. Um, like I said, I think Blizzard is taking a lot from Final Fantasy XIV uh, and bringing it over to um, World of Warcraft. And there you can place a pin, a flag, on your map and then share it out. And then people will go down and hover over it, right? And it will come up with a small little thing in corner or whatever when you hover over it telling you that this is the location where you can click on it and add it to your own map and then you can just go to it from there so this way you can actually meet up with people find whatever it is say odin's out and about and they're trying to tell you where it is and stuff you know that's a good thing <laughs> uh, that's another nice little just convenience thing that they're gonna pull from another mmo um, also a note of some changes to PvP currencies. Notably, Conquest is once again a spinnable currency earned through Shadowlands rated PvP. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I hate their whole PvP system right now. I mean, I, I love PvP in general. Uh, Final Fantasy is great for the story and everything, PvE. However, what it lacks for me is the PvP. World of Warcraft has always had the better PvP for me. Um, so one of the things I really hate is the fact there's been no PvP vendors. No PvP currency, no nothing. Uh, you know, you had a bar of conquest that you just fill up weekly and you get whatever items at the end of it. Never mind the item is, say, item level 345 and you're rocking a full set of 420s, um, you know, or something like that. It's completely useless to you. There's no point to even doing it at that point. And, you know, once you get it, you're just going to scrap it anyway. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's a waste of time to do. So having currency to go, hey, okay, 
I want this specific thing, it's a lot better. Um, anyway, players will be able to use conquest points to purchase specific items of their choice from a vendor in the capital city of Orbors. Uh, easy to find location naturally. Conquest can also be used to upgrade that gear further, similar to how uh, mana pearls work. All right, cool. That works too. I, I enjoy that. The fact that you can get a currency and then use it to upgrade your gear so this way it's not completely out of place or, you know, replaced, you know, the next second you do something else and then you get another pant pair of pants and say, you know, for example, like the current gear is 385 when you get it or something, right? Um, and then you can upgrade it with the pearls or whatnot. But if you couldn't do that, you know, it, it's one of those you get 385 shoulder gear or something, and then suddenly, or pants or whatever, boots, and then something you do like a world quest or something drops 400, right? Uh, with this, you can keep that gear, not not get and upgrade it beyond whatever it originally was so you know you can keep using that gear and it's not outdated immediately i like that nice um anyway we have lots of information to share on the details of this system as we as well as our uh broader in-game itemization plans as the alpha rolls on and reaches max level content as our community and fan site dig into the game files that are packaged with the client from the coming days your uh, doubtless find bits and pieces of data relating to in-game uh, like soul binds covenant um, things crafted legend crafted crafted legendary items anyway um, many much of these uh, features remain a work in progress especially in alpha settings and the game data continues numerous expansion uh, experiments and discarded ideas <laughs> so please take what you find uh, via data mining with a grain of salt because I know people are going to data mine it uh, <laughs> we uh, remind uh, by the core philosophies that we achieve at BlizzCon yeah, anyway uh, so that's the end of that <laughs> Let me know what you think down in the uh, comments below. Are, are you a fan? Do you play World of Warcraft? I think that a lot of this is great ideas. It's things that people have been asking for, and Blizzard has just been, uh, I guess you could say, ignoring it. <laughs> so to have them finally come out, put it in writing, makes it feel more like they're they're actually listening. They're actually going to do it. You know, it's hard to come back or go from putting this out there and then just taking it out and going, yeah, well, I know we said we were going to do PvP currencies, but we decided against it. I mean, they could do that. And if they do, I'm going to roast them for that, of course. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, let me know what you think down in the comments below, and I will talk to you later. See ya. Hey, thanks for watching. Don't forget to leave a comment, smash that like button, and always subscribe for more. And of course there are other videos floating around somewhere on the screen, so click one of those and see if you can find something that uh, suits your fancy. Till then, I'll see you later. Bye.